Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game Week 29 is almost done here. We still have one match to go, Arsenal City tomorrow. But the countdown is on, folks. Less than 10 game weeks remaining in the season. Jake, how are you, buddy? You know, the usual. I guess, I mean, I'm just waiting for the one pod that you perk up a little bit. Get some perky tees, you know what I'm saying? And you just like, <laughs> I'm good. I, yeah, I just don't know if that's going to happen soon. I might have to wait till next year. But last year, you didn't. You were never happy either. Yeah. Well, you know, stay tuned. Stay, stay tuned, folks. <laughs> um, interesting little game week this, Jake. I mean, uh, we'll get into it a bit more, but a lot riding on it for you with, um, with KDB playing tomorrow. I think that's the case with a lot of managers. Um, so thus far, the double game week... Uh, the reach, if you will, the people kind of stretching to make the double game week work. Doesn't seem like it's really come off, but I know there's still a match to go, so I shouldn't speak too early. How are you feeling about it thus far? I'm disappointed. Uh, made some bad moves, but it's the way it goes. You didn't have many double game weekers, though, did you? No, just KDB, who I you know was reading... Like might not play and I probably should have just benched him and just been along with it for the ride I, I just couldn't the only player that I actually was considering was Sokka but I just can't couldn't without the the game week 31 game so right just just kind of went along with my plan to get my team ready for 31 but it wasn't like that bad of a move I mean you didn't tear your team apart for double game week players no yeah I guess that's true that's the good news because a lot uh, of the, people- this, yeah, yeah, a lot of people ahead. did, right? Yeah, I and I, I don't know. I got, obviously they didn't listen to our pod because you know I was really against that. Obviously, Arsenal confused everyone, and Lacazette scored. Which I mean, he's a good player. I, you know, I don't know what they're gonna do this next year. It'll be interesting, but yeah, I'm surprised Aubameyang didn't mm-hmm. score. I will say that, but you know, West Ham are fighting relegation, and Arsenal really don't have much to play for. I don't know. Yeah, that's how it's been the whole year for Arsenal, right? Nothing to play for. Yeah, and they just don't seem like they care anyways, even if they do have things to play for. Mm-hmm. Seems fair. Um, all right, well, let's get into some questions about the some big picture questions. I mean, most people are wondering about how to manage 31, and we talked a little bit about it last week. Um, some slightly <clears throat> new information has come to light here. Um, so Ben Krillin has, uh, has been processing some of the permutations if you will the the opportunity for a double in 34 has greatly diminished i don't know if you've had a chance to read much into that jake but before it's it was feeling kind of set in stone uh, and i'm not sure what has changed but apparently now it's it's likely that 34 is going to be a smaller double game week and that there's still some potential blanks that could happen in 34 as well um but it's not going to be a gigantic gigantic double game week almost all the doubles are probably going to fall into 37 um, and maybe two one two three or four are going to fall into 34 Um, and so some questions have now come up on how to manage this going forward Um, of course 31 tons of blanks and so is it better just to use your free hit now in 31 do you save it there's some questions about or some people that are kind of proposing this idea of well, we don't really know what 34 is going to be. So 
should you just use your free hit now and try to take advantage of, of the knowns rather than bet on the unknowns? So we're going to talk a little bit about that right now. Um, so Jake, you have a free hit, no wild card. Um, your current plan is what? Yeah, I think if you're in my boat with just one or the other, I would say just keep doing what I'm planning on doing and just try to manipulate your team to to have the most players for 31 and hold the free hit for later. And you'll maybe use that 30 that free hit then like in 37 or in, yeah, in 34. Yeah, maybe a bench bench boost <laughs> in a, one of those weeks and the free hit in one of those weeks cuz I mean I just feel it's going to be kind of a waste to use a free hit now that I've created most of my team for guys to play, right? So I have three Liverpool players, uh, Fabianski for West Ham, which I'm not super excited about, but I have him, so he'll play. And I I now have three Wolves players as well, and uh, Sar. Oh, so, so, I mean, so you're going to put out 10 guys with no hits? I mean, that's eight, and um, I'm probably going to make one more transfer for the next game week. So, yeah. In total, 10. Yep, you're right. Are you... So, some people were talking about this, like, especially if you don't have a wild card. Are you feeling kind of shitty, though, about what your team looks like after that? Because now you have, like, a lot of... I mean, Wolves are good, right? Liverpool's good. But, like, other players? Do you want them on your team? Yeah. No, I'm actually not going to be that disappointed because I think the other player I'm getting rid of is Ings, and he's been terrible. Um, So, I mean, I think I'm... You know, I'll we'll just jump to it. I think I'm leaning wood after he's healthy and scored a goal last week. And yeah, I think leaning, he's an you've been leaning wood your whole life, leaning wood my whole life. So, I, I mean, I'm not really <laughs> that disappointed. I think it's really crucial to have three wolves players. I will tell you the downer for that is that they're going to be competing really heavily in Europa. And that scares me. With the, wolves, um, the wolves guys. Yeah. With wolves yeah. guys. But <laughs> I will say they have probably the best run of fixtures over the next uh, seven game weeks, seven, eight game weeks for a team that's in the top five. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. I, um, the nice thing for me, and this is a little bit different, and I guess let's read these questions off and then I'll talk a little bit about my strategy and, and make sure that we're addressing all these questions. So a lot of people wrote in about this. So Native American Drake wrote in, um, Florida question needs answering. That's for the end of the pod. Also, are you two uh, quite anti-free hitting in 31? Emma says, is managing without free hit a worse strategy than using it now that there are so many emerging players we want to have by 32? Uh, P.S. Um, Always Cheating Pod is now recommending using the free hit in 31. Uh, Geek wrote in, uh, lowest amount of players to field in 31 without free hitting. Uh, FPL Psychologist wrote in, how would you tackle game week 31? Two free transfers, hits, or free hit. And then FPL Virgin said, which single player will score the most points in game week 31 and within plus or minus five points of what will be the game, the game week average will, uh, what will the game week average be? So FPL Virgin wants us to tell the future. Okay. So, um, yeah, a lot of questions there. Uh, So me, my, my kind of approach to this is I'm going to hold this week. I'll have two free transfers going in. I currently have, I believe, five players uh that uh for right now on my team so i'll have seven with free transfers and i might take a hit to bring one more player in that'll put me at eight um i'm pretty comfortable with eight players so that was somebody's question right how many players do you want Um, i'm pretty comfortable with eight players um 
and I'm going to do it using uh, two free transfers and a hit to kind of get there. Uh, I do see the argument for the free hit chip. I, I get it, right? Like, you know that these games, you know which players you're going to get. It's it's a known factor, um, and you can make sure you fill your team out. The thing is for me, though, like, I have the player I'm going to captain, a Liverpool player. If I didn't have that player and I felt like, you know, I was I was really stretched out and thin in other areas, then I would be using my free hit to do that and get him into the game. Uh, but I'm, I'm feeling confident there. Um, Always Cheating Pod is recommending using the free hit in 31. So I, I think that it does make sense to free hit in 31. Um, if, if you're not feeling like you have double or blank game week players that you're going to want to keep after the game week. But it's a little late, I think, like Jake kind of alluded to. It's a little late to be making that decision. Um, I think you need to now, you're committed. Like, this is it. You've decided to go this direction. Wouldn't you agree, Jake? Yeah, that's how I completely feel. I mean, my teams all spin around. It's almost a waste of a free hit now. Right. So, uh, I'm going to have to say that. Um, What do you think about that, Jake? Uh, You know, who do you think will be the the best player for game week 31 to have like who's your yeah. you know your captain who if you don't have that player that you need to get in um i always feel like liverpool and crystal palace play close they do yeah but but i do think that mane or sala would be my favorite mane maybe edging just a little bit slightly because he's been a little bit better um i do really like I'm going to have to do a little research, but I think uh, Doherty, although he's a risky captain, Wolves' defense has been really good, and he tends to get a return um, when he plays bottom bottom table teams, and Bournemouth haven't been very good. So I might kind of go a little bit more unique with a defensive captain that, that game week. You're toying, toying with it, if you will? Yeah, I'm toying with it. All right, toying with it's a good time. Um yeah, I, I guess I could see that. I mean, I think I'm just going to go really safe in 31 uh, because the potential for total points is relatively low. Um, I, I don't want to get caught out because uh, I don't feel like I can make that risk up elsewhere. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with, with Salah, who's on my team. If I had Mane, I'd probably go with him instead because Salah's annoying to watch play. So, uh, all right. What else? Do we have to talk about anything else for 31, Jake? Or is that does that kind of cover our thoughts on that yeah i think that covers the thoughts um i mean we could go with other players that we're interested in not sure if we'll have them but i mean we already talked about wolves i think you you know uh spurs defense is not a bad idea um playing at home against west ham west ham have been pretty terrible offensively of late but tottenham have been pretty terrible defensively and i i mean i don't know how you feel about um, Burnley players, but I think you know that Watford Burnley game. I could see it going kind of anywhere. Could be a zero zero, but it could also be like a, a like a three two game. It could even so, be like a one one. Could be one one. Yeah, I I don't know. I that I'm that'll be a tough one. It could be like a two one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know though. I mean, what are your thoughts on it? Because Watford have been pretty good of late. Burnley have been better of late. Yeah, Do you think I mean, they're I'll give you my thoughts. It could be like 1-0, you know? Okay. 
<laughs> All right, moving on. Let's I just move hate on when the people say that. Like, it could either be a 1-1 game or, like, a 3-2 game. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it could be fucking That's anything. That's fair. That's fair. I, I don't know. I think sometimes you can kind of tell what a game's going to be, and that one I just – I have no idea. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, you know, I, I think, yeah, I could see, I could see Burnley players being good. I could see Dini being good. Sars, a fine pick. Um, let's, I mean, let's try to answer Virgin's question. What do you think? Like, what do you think the the average, average will, be. will be? What it, will it be around? I, I think mean, it'll be guess, like a yeah, stinker of thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. So, like, here's the thing: there's going to be the average overall which is going to be super low because there's so many dead teams that won't have any players for the blank game week, right? Right? Like something like there's only like 3 million teams that have made a transfer in the last five game weeks. So um, less than half the total teams, like 40% of the teams are still in play. Um, so the, the average is going to be really, really low. Um, the average that matters is the average, you know, in the top million or whatever, right? So mm-hmm. uh, what is that score going to be? I think what you said, Jake, like it might be 38 to 42, somewhere in there. Um, you know, maybe you get your, your captain right and then you get one or two more returns and then, and then you know, kind of a mix of some other things. Um, so, so I'm going to say, yeah, I guess I, I'd say like 38 or maybe 36. And I'm not going to go to 42. That's going to be my range, 36 to 38. You want to do a range, Jake? I'll go a little bit. I'll go th- th- if we're saying the active teams, I'll say 38 to 40. Okay. That's fair. Um, I guess on the other hand, there's also going to be all those free hit teams, right? Which will mm-hmm. have full, full squads. So, Okay. Um, oh, and I guess I didn't really mention like the way I'm looking at it personally. I've been making some transfers to kind of get to this. You know, I said I'll use free transfers and hits, but then I'm I have a wild card. So... This is basically called like dead ending your team, right? Where you you work into a blank game week with shitty players, and then either the game week after or two game weeks after, you completely revamp your team with a wild card. So that is that is my current plan. Um, I kind of wanted to wait to wild card until the game week thirty four thirty seven fixtures have been announced. So I might have to wait till thirty three. I'd really like to to use uh, my wild card in thirty two because i'd like to use it earlier and get more out of it but i also feel like kind of like what we said with the free hit i've waited this long now so now i feel like i have to get as much information as i can i've kind of committed to a strategy so um okay keith t writes in another chip question if you play your bench boost and one of your starters doesn't play do you get double points for your first bench player since they are already coming in on your bench boost uh no no you do not Hashtag FPL is hard, he says. Yes, mm-hmm. it certainly is. Uh, okay, should we talk about our teams, Jake? Sure. Okay, do you want to start or should I start? Uh, you can start this week. Whoa, you're such a gentleman. Mm-hmm. What, Jake? Oh, cops are coming. Every pod. Every, every pod. Oh, they stopped. Are they right outside your house? Yeah, they sure look like they are. Hide the cocaine, Jake. It's not funny. Drug addiction is not a joke. I'm not addicted to them. I just sell them. I just every time the cops <laughs> come by, like I really am hoping that somebody like knew that we were potting and like they swatted your house. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that? When people do swatting, no. 
they call the cops and say that there's like a hostage at someone's house. So the SWAT oh team goes God. and busts the door down. That's like a great April Fool's joke. Yeah. You also, it's a felony. So you go to jail if they figure out it was you that did yeah. that. Um, but I always am hoping that someone was take, willing to go to jail for the sake of this podcast being really good. Um, because I, I just would laugh so so hard just imagining like, well, you just hear the door like, Get on the floor! Get on the floor! And Jake says, ah, ah, ah! <laughs> <laughs> The funny thing is, it would take them a really long time to get up because I'm in the uh, upstairs and in a closet, so it would definitely be. So there'd be some good know, build like, up. It would be a yeah, good build up. <laughs> I can just imagine you. I, I think someone's in my house. <laughs> <laughs> they flash bang like the first door. Oh yeah. no! Yep, there's someone down through here. It's not good. <laughs> Uh, another great tangent for the pod that would be really fun um okay so um i'll go through my team quickly um i'm having a a pretty like an okay game week i'd say it's pretty average it's just frustrating because some people had a really good game week obviously i had mccarthy with the penalty save which is pretty crazy i haven't had one of those in a really long time so that was kind of cool um so you with six alexander with two robo not playing um, and that matters for me because I have Lundstrom first on my bench coming off the bench uh, with uh, an assist and a clean sheet and three bonus points. So he's a bad player. I, I get it. Um, but also he has had some great returns in the last couple game weeks. So good job by me. Um, Is he a bad player? Is he's he? always great. He's actually pretty good and uh, and gets a lot of returns. So I'm just probably going to hang on to him. I don't know. I mean, at this point I can transfer him out, but I've, I've gotten everything I needed out of him. So um, I... So I did kind of a weird move. I moved Martial out because I've been kind of disenchanted with his play. Um, and people are going to think I'm an idiot for doing this. And I kind of think I'm an idiot too. But I, I brought in Robert Snodgrass who played one minute this week, which was good. And he probably is not going to play like the rest of the year because Yarmolenko's back now. So I'm feeling really terrible about that. I, I don't know really what got into me, but I was really attracted to getting Obama man into my team. And uh, the only way I could do it while also getting a double game week player that I thought had any chance of getting any return, or excuse me, sorry, a blank game week player in 31 that I thought that would have any chance of any returns was to go to Snodgrass and then bring in um, Aubameyang for Ings. Uh, I had two free transfers, so I didn't have to take a hit to do it. The other move that I had looked at would have been taking a hit, so I would have knocked a defender down as well. And I, in retrospect, should have just taken that hit now. Uh, but I didn't do that. Um, the thing is, though, I probably would have transferred out Lundstrom on that hit. So I'm kind of lucky that I didn't. Um, obviously, it just hurts because Aubameyang had such a poor game against West Ham. It was basically plastered to the the sideline the entire match. And I don't think he had a shot the entire game. Uh, so that really sucks. Um, I'm really disappointed in that. Um, and I captained him, of course, so. Uh, and then I have Salah. So I, I'm on 41 points. I have 12 points coming in off the bench. I have Aubameyang still to play against City tomorrow as a captain. And then I have KDB um, as well. So um, right now it looks pretty bad. It's still, um, but but it will be better once, obviously, I get those Lundstrom points. If I get an Aubameyang return, it'll be a, a good game week for me. If I don't, it'll be a bad game week for me. So it's kind of, it kind of just hangs on one player now, which is kind of exciting and also the worst so uh yeah um total current gaming rank of 4.5 million and i'm currently on a red arrow 
Um, I, I'm at just under 100K. So how do you do, Jake? Uh, I did a little bit better. Also with McCarthy in goal. It's a shame he couldn't keep the clean sheet. Yeah. He had a, a million points. points. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> Doherty got me another clean. I almost brought in uh, Sass for Wolves um, for Kelly and played him, which probably wouldn't have made – well – I don't know if I I don't know how I would have done that because I would have wanted to play all five defenders. So, um, but I didn't. So I got a clean from Evans, but he got a yellow, so five points. And then my Liverpool defense let me down big time. Um, they they should not have won that game again, but but whatever. So um, Liverpool most of the year it feels like sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Milner made a really great play to take take a goal away, and I feel like they. Bournemouth almost had another goal. I forget when. Team it's one player. of the few games I got to watch. Team um, player Jimmy Milner comes comes yeah, through again. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Salah was my captain, so that was nice. Um, surprised he got a couple bonus points uh, just with a goal. He doesn't typically do that. That helped out. Uh, the big error is not so much the move. Uh, I brought in Sar for Jack because uh, Jack is you know playing 1v11 and that's just difficult in soccer um but i i switched out barnes for sar i was like oh i gotta play sar i think he's gonna do well and barnes has not been as good of late um he hasn't had a return in his last one two three games did barnes have a good game or yeah, Barnes might have had a good game. Um, you know, two goals and assists, uh, clean sheets, the triple bones. So that's not bad. Um, and he's first on my bench. Uh, KDB is in the lineup, who I also thought about benching because I knew he was only going to play one game. But I'm like, it's probably going to be against Arsenal, and he's probably going to score three goals. So I'm really hoping KD doesn't KDB doesn't play. So I just get 19 points. Um, that seems really unlikely. I feel like he will play. Vardy, uh, stuck with him. Um, I was pretty pissed when he got brought on at half, but at least he scored two goals and got two bonus points. And then Ings is shit. Uh, Jimenez didn't do anything for me. So that's my team. Uh, 62. Uh, game week rank of right on a million. You, um, you'll be like really close to me if uh, De Bruyne doesn't play tomorrow. I know. I saw that. I think I'll pass you. Well, yeah. actually, no, because of Lundstrom. You'll yeah. you'll be ahead of me, but it'll be much closer, be like, which I'm It'll be like 10 points. You'll be like really close. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking with the Barnes-Sar switch. I, I, don't, I don't know, know. either. I've never wanted a player to play so badly in my life as De Bruyne yeah. KDB tomorrow. I mean, I feel like he's got to, right? Pep really, I don't know. I don't know. There's a small chance, I guess, he doesn't play. Yeah, they may, might decide not to risk him, play him on the weekend, get him warmed up for the the, the Champions League match the next next week. Yeah. I mean, I would lean towards, if I was going to guess, I would guess he plays, right? But, like, there's a there's an off chance that they just decide, like, hey, let's, let's rest him for a game, one more game, and just make sure he's fully healthy. Because they've done that with him in the past where they've rushed him back from... From injuries, right? Like that happened last mm-hmm. year, and then he ended up yeah. sitting out from for a long period of time. And I, I could see that kind of weighing on them. Not to give you too much false hope. I mean, actually, I want to. Like, I want you to start to believe that there's a chance, and then yeah. he plays, and then you're like crying in the corner mm-hmm. in the fetal position. You know, just sad. You haven't showered for four days. You've you've shit yourself. Um, <laughs> it's a great little little image. 
That's usually what happens anyways. <laughs> doesn't even take it doesn't take FPL for that to happen. I hate myself. <sighs> Do you want to go over the Slack community team? Yeah, I'll pull it up right now. Um, why don't you pull up the uh, league dive leaderboard and then we'll do that right after all right all right okay uh slack community team is having a pretty solid game week 57 total points right now um gaita in the goal which is was great uh bali in uh, center back for them had uh eight points with the um with a bonus um and then uh, Barnes in play, Salah, Aubameyang captain. We voted for that as a group. Uh, again, that's a little frustrating. I mean, it'll be fine if he gets a goal tomorrow or something. Like, it's gonna come off, and it was the right pick. But it's just feeling really shitty right now because we kind of made that pick for West Ham. Um, but the team looks good. Uh, Robo didn't play, so Stephens is coming in for two points. Um, if De Bruyne doesn't play, then Williams will come on for six. Um, so that's good that we have that back up there. Team looks solid. Uh, still has some still has some chips to be used as well. So um, I don't know if we've decided the exact route, but I think that I think we had decided that we're going to try to get through game week thirty one without uh, the free hits. I think uh, I can't remember. Anyways, uh, Jake League Dive. You want to read that off? Uh, yeah, let's go with uh, number 10, Slice and uh, Dyche. Nice, like that name. Andy Lakeman, newcomer to the top 10. Uh, back into the top 10, number 9, Rosa Parks the Bus, Ruben uh, Lazelle. Number 8, uh, Sean Cronery, uh, Luka Vukic. Um, number 7, Byron Bishlish. I hope that's right. Uh, Lee Bishop. Uh, number six, United of uh, Chorley. Bogdan Bogdanovich. No, it's actually Bogdan Vasil. <laughs> Bogdan, um, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah, 107 points. I was looking at his team. What? I'm not, not going to lie. Yeah, he did play a bench boost. Um, he, he captained Mane and had Barnes. Um, Pereira and Stevens. But he bench boosted. <laughs> but he bench boosted. Okay. He had Bully on his bench. Saka, I forgot who's a, a midfielder. Because I was like, how did Saka only get three points? That's another reason I would have never brought Saka in. Yeah. Good thing I didn't do that. Because um, he has just been playing a left back for Arsenal. So where am I at? Number five, Rocking Vets. Um, holding steady. Number four, Loftus Cheeky Nando's moving back up. That's good for him. Riggs Rovers down. Uh, he was the only one in the top 10 with sub 60 points. Um, old Rig. Number two, return of the snag FPL Lewis. Solid score of 80. And number one, lukewarm FC Luke Burgess. Still, oh. what is that? 40 points in the lead still. Wow. And what's his overall still? What is it? Oh, yeah. I got to go to his overall. One Hold click. on one second. One um, he's moved up 56 overall. Oh, all right. We're getting into like having to pay for Jake and I's trip over to Europe yeah. territory here. Yeah. So he also has a Bama Yang plane um, and he has Fernandez coming in off the bench for six points. Wow. Jesus. So, so yeah. he might even move up again. Yeah. I mean, especially if Obama Yang gets a goal a hat trick which yeah. i 
you're right. Which I highly doubt against Man City. They'll probably get obliterated. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. Um, all right, I'll do the top five for the PSL Super League, our, our Patreon Supporters League. Uh, in, let's see. Oh, I got to find him. In 10th. <laughs> Bobby Love. In 5th, um, the Kyoto Kid. In 4th, the Slack team. Marco doesn't matter. In 3rd, Show Me the Mounier. In 2nd, uh, Delirious. That's Emma. And in 1st, uh, Still Office Cheeky Nando's, Matthew Hall. Game week score of 82. Um, and an overall uh, rank of 2,164. Um, still has KDB to go this week. Uh, solid, solid performances by everybody. Jake, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have some questions about the upcoming game week, game week 30, which we haven't talked at all about yet because everybody's thinking about everything else. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Hey, we'd really appreciate your support via our Patreon. I know it's towards the end of the year and some people sometimes feel like, well, maybe I'll join next year. Hey, anything helps and it makes it possible for us to keep the podcast going to afford the fees of uh, the caviar that we have to have at, before every pod. I mean, I think, and I think that you guys understand the need for that, right, Jake? Uh, how could they not? Yeah, I don't understand how they couldn't. Yeah, I just I order it now in in five gallon pails. What do you how, what have you been ordering it in? Um, well, I kind of get like those packs where you get like different samples um uh, yeah. from different regions. So that's yeah, what I focus doing. on endangered fish species mostly. So that's got to be expensive. It certainly is. Black market caviar is not easy to find these days. Uh, I'm joking. We don't actually do that. But yeah, for real, five gallon pails of caviar. Um, Anyways, support the Patreon. Help us out. We really appreciate it. Jake, let's get into the game week. So we haven't talked, Jake, a lot about game week 30 because everybody's kind of been trying to manage the double here in 29 the blank that's coming in 30, 31, and then what are you doing after that? But 30 is an interesting game week. Um, I'm just looking at my team right now and, and kind of matchups and things like that. How are you feeling about the game week? Do you think your team's set up well for it? Um, are there certain players that you're targeting? Or are you hoping to just kind of hold a free transfer, get through it, and then focus on 31? Yeah, I made my move. Um, already? Already, yeah. Jesus, so. Jake. <laughs> um you're a freaking mess can i just say that you're, you are a mess <laughs> yeah i don't know i just am playing it safe i mean obviously things could change and the player could get injured so hopefully that doesn't happen but i just brought in uh romaine sass um size however you say his name Sice, scissors yeah size yeah for wolves for kelly who has been injured and not playing Right. Um, everybody on my team looks like they have good fixtures, but they're all, I think they're all going to be kind of tricky. So we'll see. But like, uh, you know, Liverpool against Everton could be tricky because they're away. Wolves against West Ham away. Um, you know, Leicester, who finally played a real game, but they're against Watford, who has been decent. And then, um, you know, my I have McCarthy against Norwich. So, oh, and Ings, Ings against Norwich. So, I, I mean, I like my team, but that means it'll probably be a terrible game week. It's kind of like, yeah, that's like the way you feel about everything, right? Like, this looks great, so I'm just going to assume it's going to be bad. Yeah, at least it helped out this last week. You, I wasn't as disappointed. You just had like a life of disappointment, haven't you? 
Like, like yeah. your mom comes out with a birthday cake, right? And she's like, here you go, Jakey, here's your cake. And you look at it and it looks really good, right? And then you bite into it and it was terrible or what happened? Your mom's a great baker, so that's a terrible example. But, um, <sighs> but like what, you know, what happened in your life, Jake, that like everything that looks nice is actually terrible to you? I don't know. I'm going to have to go see a therapist, I guess. Well, that's what this podcast was supposed to be for, Jake. It's therapy <laughs> sessions. It's clearly, it's clearly working, too. We've, we've broken you down even further so that later we can build you back up. Yeah, we'll see. FPL's probably not the, the <clears throat> right game to play if you want to get built up. <clears throat> no, if you, I think it's not a good game if you ever want to be happy. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the reason why we do the podcast, so that we can be sad with others. It's good. Um, all right, well, let's get into some game week questions, Jake. We've got a handful here. Um, Wilson wrote in, uh, what are your favorite types of questions? Oh, this is a little bit less game week specific, but uh, one's asking which players to bring in, one's asking strategy questions, or one's asking for overall general advice. Uh, I'll, I'll answer my part of this first, Jake, and then you can. I think like overall general advice, I've said on our podcast before that I don't really like trying to tell people like the exact transfers to make or the exact way to use your hit your chips or hits or free transfers or whatever. I, I think I like to do a podcast that's a little bit more general that discusses some of the different options, discusses some of the, the thoughts uh, behind those things. I mean, obviously, we give advice when people ask for it or you know, people will DM me on Twitter and be like, hey, which transfer should I make? And I'll give them my, my honest opinion. Uh, but I think that this game is is challenging and and honestly for me it's hard for me to focus on other people's teams um, I have a pretty good feel for what I want to do with my team but it's it's hard for me to just look at like a team sheet that somebody gives me and make a decision for them because I don't really have a feel for the flow of that squad and 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 the transfers that they've made and kind of the ups and downs of their season and so I like general kind of general questions or strategy questions more than the which player do I bring in, which is the better pick kind of questions. Um, but I'm happy to like compare side by side and look at the stats as well. What do you think, Jake? I like the player questions the most probably. Why? I don't know. I think it's just like that's the whole point of the game. I mean, obviously there's a lot of strategy, but like you said, those are harder to answer specifically because, you know, how do you make your how does your team compare like do you have a free hit do you not do you have a wild card do you not or like the players like in general too it depends but for the most part you want the best players who are going to get you the most points okay well your answer is dumb but okay no not okay no it's dumb i appreciate it (laughs) and you You're a broken little man. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I worked a lot this weekend. It was not not good. Yeah, that is pretty terrible. Uh, did we talk about that in the last pod that you've been working an absurd absurd amount? No, I think we talked about it that I did twenty four hours straight, but I also did that again this weekend. That, so yeah, it's just not. I mean, I normally am mean to you about everything, but uh, the twenty four hours straight thing is not okay, especially for someone in your field. It's like seems so messed up, but I get that you don't, it's not your choice. Like you just have to do it because there's no doctors, but yeah. Crazy. yeah. Well, there you go. Well, hashtag coronavirus. All right. Um, Shiva wrote in a thought, whatever it's worth uh, and continues. Even if Abba blanks and his double game week transfer fails, 
it was still the right way to play FPL, trying to make maximum glory move in a double game week. Would you do it all over again? Even if this is a marathon, you need to sprint in parts of a, mar- a marathon to finish well. I don't think you've you've raced many marathons. Are you doing a lot of? Uh-huh. Is this person doing a lot of sprinting in marathons? Yeah, I don't. I don't all think right, so. All right, never... mile four. Yeah. Time to put in a dig. <laughs> what? Uh, no, I, I I get the point though, and um, and I have to agree. Uh, yes, I would do it again. Yes, I think it was the right move, especially for me where I didn't have to do it on a hit. Um, I didn't have to take points away to kind of go after this player who's quite honestly been been pretty quite good, right? Aubameyang's been good all year. He has tons of points. Um, his underlying stats are decent. Uh, and he had a very good matchup against West Ham and not a great matchup against City, but it's not also not the worst matchup in the world given how City are. The downer is that Arsenal have been as a team um, so hard to predict, right? They've just been all over the place as a squad. Um, it would have been nice to have seen a little bit more consistent form from them when picking him. But I, uh, I have to agree with Shiva, um, not necessarily about the sprinting part. Maybe you sprint at the end, right? Maybe of a marathon. I don't know. Aren't you supposed to measure your effort in a marathon? Isn't that the whole point? Yeah. I feel like it would be more like you're just picking up the pace a little bit. Right. So I th- And I feel like that's kind of what this was, right? Like this was like, okay, I went from running you know, my eight minute mile pace to a six minute mile pace uh, at some point because I got excited during the marathon, right? Like I saw my yeah. my friends on the sideline with the sign cheering for me and I was like, oh, I got to look way fucking faster than I am, you know, like and yeah. start doing that. So uh, yeah, that's kind of what happened here. Um, yeah. And then you burn out and you cramp and you're yeah. done. <laughs> After a quarter mile at that pace, I'm like, nope, 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 <laughs> done. Uh all right, you. I think I, I agree with that, Jake. Don't you? Yeah, I, I would have too had I had the wild card. Probably, I think it was a decent move. I shouted him if if you're going to bring in any Arsenal player, I thought he would be the best one. He just wasn't this time around. All right, good, good question. Um, uh, Kiwi Nick wrote in Jacob. A question for you. Uh, a player question: Sar or McNeil? Well, that's, I mean, the answer for me is Sar because I went with him. I didn't get to look at his underlying stats this last game. Um, it was a little disappointing that they got beat by Crystal Palace. I thought Crystal Palace was kind of crappy, but um, I'm still excited about him being in my team. I think he's going to be better than Jack. McNeil, definitely a decent player, and I, I think if you're not going to go Sar, he's the one to go to. Um, but... I don't know. I just like the way that Sar is playing on the right wing for the, for Watford. I think he's going to be more involved in actual goals where McNeil's kind of more of an assist magnet. Yeah, and he's a free kick guy, right? That's kind of his thing. Yeah. Um, 2.6 key passes per 90 uh, in the last five games. Over the last five games, McNeil, uh, 0.5 expected assists per 90. That's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, but I think I, I tend to agree... Um, just in terms of like which of those two players is more likely to be involved in actual goal scoring, um, it's probably it's most likely going to be Sar, and so I would probably lean him. Um, Price wise, I mean, I guess you know they're about the same, right? Sar's at six point three, McNeil's at six, so there's nothing really separating them there. Um, fixtures, uh, game week thirty here is going to be pretty tough for Burnley with uh, Manchester City away. Um, but then they obviously play in 31 against Watford, Crystal Palace away, Sheffield United home, West Ham away. So a few good fixtures coming for them there. 
Um, does Watford look so nice, Jake, or no? Not as great. Um, Leicester, Burnley, Southampton, then away Chelsea, but then uh, Norwich, Newcastle, West Ham. So I do uh, like that. Yeah. So you can probably just, as kind of a cheaper midfielder, hold him through that either way. Yep. Okay. So you, I think we both lean Sar then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, FPL Virgin writes in, uh, which players can cover blanks and at the same time have longer term potential in terms of form and fixtures? And so this kind of question, Jake, is probably good for you. You've probably done some research on this, so you don't have your wild card. So I haven't even thought about this for game week 31, right? So I've just been kind of picking the players that I think will help me cover 31, but won't put me in a shitty situation for 29 or 30. And then basically once 32 comes around, they're mostly all going to be out of my team. Um, Sar, we just mentioned, right, as a player that will help mm-hmm. cover that blank and then can continue on. Um, are there other players that you're that you pulled in or that you're looking at? Maybe Wolves? I don't know. Yeah, so Wolves I think is key. I mean, Doherty has, let me double check this, but he's gotten six points or more in one, two, three, four, five straight game weeks. Um, so, and he's gotten three returns to assist and a goal during that time as well. Um, not as many bonuses I would like to see, um, but hopefully he can keep that going. Uh, I think that, you know, Bully or Sass, Sice are good players. Um, Jimenez and, and Jota are also reasonable players to consider keeping, um, Honestly, Jota's been a little bit better for the past five game weeks than Jimenez, but we'll see if that continues. I like that Jimenez is on PKs. Um, where else have I looked? I think that uh, Wood, we talked about Wood real briefly. He kind of had some injury issues. So in 26, he only played 20 minutes and he got injured. Um, and then Bournemouth, he didn't play. And then Newcastle, he only played 30 minutes, but then... In his other previous uh, four four games, he had three goals and an assist yeah. um, and seven bonus. So I think he's someone that you could consider. Um, then it kind of gets to more pretty big differentials because are you going to go with Spurs, Spurs players? Definitely not wrong, but Spurs have been pretty terrible. I don't really like Bournemouth. Uh, IU, interestingly, for his price, has continued to get goals for Crystal Palace. Yeah. I don't really like that against Liverpool. Um, but you know, Liverpool's defense hasn't been fantastic either. So I wouldn't be super surprised if he gets a goal. Yeah. The other thing just to keep in mind then is that in 34, there's also going to be a few blanks. So outside of the doubles that there's, there could be a couple doubles and there's also going to be a couple blanks. So, um, for example, Man City versus Newcastle is going to be postponed in 34. Um, and then Arsenal versus Leicester has a 78% chance of postponement. Uh, Villa versus Man United, a 64% of post- percent chance of postponement. Palace, Chelsea, 48%. Sheffield United, Wolves, 45%. And then Watford, Norwich, uh, 36% chance of being postponed. So Bournemouth, Spurs, Brighton, Liverpool, Everton, Southampton, and West Ham, Burnley are on they will be happening um in 34 so um you know wolves players are great to get you through 31 there's a chance although uh, it's under 50 percent that they may not play a match in 34 um same thing with watford right watford players have a 36 percent chance of blanking that game week so um 
that's a little bit tricky for those that don't have like wildcard or don't have a free hit to get through that. Um, and that's why I think Jake, you know, you have decided, you know, you'll go with these players and then you'll try to hang on to that free hit to protect you just in case it doesn't work out. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, Keith T more serious than my previous questions. Uh, what percentage of players by position, excluding goalkeepers have started both games of a, I think he means double game week over the past 10 seasons. Flat cap brothers wrote in following on this. Uh, could you please let me know what percentage of players everyone thought would play twice in a double game week then turned out they didn't play at all uh, up to and including 90 minutes and more than 90 minutes. I'd like the data for when, from when time began, please. He said. <laughs> yeah, let me just pull up my books right yeah, beep, here. Yeah, boop, beep, boop. I am a computer. Let me process data processed, ready to regurgitate. Um, the yeah, they're they're good questions and legitimate questions. Um, the problem is that data is really hard to find and pull, um, because you can't just like click and pull it all up in one place. It's a little bit tricky. Um, that said, we can talk about the question a little bit more generally, right, Jake? Um, you know, generally speaking, uh, what we have found in the last couple of years is it really comes down to how many days is bet- are between the games and the double game week. So we've had double game weeks where there's only, you know, like maybe they play on a Saturday and then they play on a Tuesday. Um, and three days for most of the big squads means high rotation. Uh, if it's outside of three days, if it's four days or more, generally speaking, it's pretty safe for the bigger squads uh, that, that those players are going to be okay. Um, my suggestion and what I always do is I actually just use Google. So I'll just put in like a team name. So for example, I'll just type in like Man City Fixtures. And then I pull up a calendar so that I can kind of look at the two side by side. And I'll say, okay, City played uh, four days ago. And then they they this is was the rotations that they used but you know four days ago uh and then here's the game that they're going to be playing and then how many days after that if it's within three days i normally figure that there's going to be really heavy rotation um if it's four or more days i i get a little bit more comfortable with with picking some of those especially attacking players um you know and, and you can see by looking at um at history of players who has and who has not been rotated a lot throughout the year. Those trends tend to stick true. Um, and so like for City, it's really tough, right? Because they've rotated a lot and anytime it's three days, Pep's like, nope, whole new team because he doesn't want to risk injuries. Um, I was actually reading Jacob paper uh, recently that said uh, most players require roughly, um, if they play a full 90 minutes, uh, they require up to 72 hours for full recovery. Um, and that would mean like in that time, you don't have incredibly hard training sessions. So kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's just talking about that a little bit more generally uh, and how I how I manage that. Do you, how do you do it, Jake? Or what is kind of your thought process? Yeah, I mean, I've kind of messed this up in the past where so I've realized that... So, we just want to have you answer this or what? We'll just be done? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I think, like, center backs are the way to go for these game weeks. Um, you know, if you could start three of them, four of them, that'd be great. But most people don't have that many because they don't tend to get a ton of returns. Um, and then, you know, like you said, if, making sure they're a little bit more spaced out. So, it can be it can be really challenging. Um 
but you got to kind of make like your best guess. And I think that also it, it makes a really big difference if they're playing in Europa and Champions League. They're more likely to be rested. Yeah, if their league place is relatively cemented. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, well, sorry that we couldn't provide that data from when time began. Um, we didn't have a lot of Game Week 31 questions, Jake, so let's just briefly talk about um, captain picks for the game week. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually not the easiest captain pick game week. Uh, so the big teams, you have City going against Burnley, You have, uh, and that's a home match. Uh, you've got Liverpool away to Everton. Um, and you've got Arsenal away to Brighton. Um, I'm trying to look what other teams people might be interested in. Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea. At, uh, away to Villa. Um, and that would be mostly it probably for picks, right? Yeah, I, Wolves, I think... I guess you could go away like a Jota or a Jimenez to West Ham. Yeah, I think... Uh one of my shout outs which is it's a pretty risky one but like alonzo would be an interesting pick against villa mm-hmm. um but yeah otherwise i think i might just stick with sala for me or even maybe kdb at home against burnley i kind of like that yeah it depends if he plays tomorrow mm-hmm. right Correct. If, he, if he plays a full 90 tomorrow i could very well see him being rested yeah. Uh, before he's there. not good he might not even be in my starting squad if that happens i'm kidding he'll probably be in there and then he'll play a minute yeah. so um okay good those are the players that's who you pick pick one of them good luck you've already made your transfer huh jake yeah okay. size yeah I'm so i'm gonna uh i'm just gonna hold this week um i i need to get madison out of my team uh, i don't know why i have him god it's so bad uh how could i i mean really like think about this when in the history of your fpl career jake have you held a player for nine game weeks with zero returns i don't know if i i'm sure it's happened but probably not with a midfielder yeah it's one of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened i just haven't been able to get him out like i've had other issues and i know people are thinking like just get him out this game week but like i want to have two transfers going into the blank next week also, yeah. somebody tweeted at Matt. At yeah, Matt. Oh, did you see that? <laughs> yeah, it's I did so see that. So funny. Yeah, somebody. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can find it really quick. Uh, somebody tweeted. Um, here we go. Got it. Uh, mate, you're killing me on fantasy Premier League. Need goals and assists and whatnot. K question mark. And Matto <laughs> replied to him, "Don't worry, pal. We're in the same boat. One more blank, and I'm, and I'm out of my own team." <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah, it's fucking terrible. Um, all right, well, um, that's what I'm doing. I'm probably just going to hold this game week and then have two transfers going into the the blank so I can kind of figure out how I want to do that. Um, anyways, uh, follow us online at DiveFPL, Twitter, Instagram, The Art of the Dive, online, DiveFPL.com. Um, you can download our podcast anywhere and everywhere. Jake, we've got uh, two kind of random questions. Uh, Liam writes in, would you rather be an unknown superhero or a famous villain? What would you prefer, Jake? Uh, I'd probably be an unknown superhero. Yeah, you fucking would. You would be the unknown well, superhero. What would you do? What would you? Who would you save, Jake? Really? And what would your superpower be? Let's ask you that. Well, too. I never said I'd be good at it. <laughs> That's probably why I'd be unknown. <laughs> Just so. like, would your superpower be whining? You'd be the best at that. If that would, I mean, you have that superpower. You could be. You could be that superhero today. Yeah, or maybe it would be like I could change into whatever animal I wanted to be. I right, maybe you, you turn into like an armadillo. 
Yeah. <laughs> just like roll up and like, leave me alone. Like a salamander. Yeah. Living under a rock. I think I'd go with a famous villain. Yeah, you would. Yeah. And the reason is because I I think that, uh, you know, the line between hero and villain is often very blurred, Jake. You know? Mm-hmm. There's something to think about. I think it is. Yeah. Okay. But what if what if my villainism was, um, you know, destroying corporate America? Yeah, that's fair. You know, like for some people that would be evil, but for most it would be great. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. Interesting way to think about it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Native American Drake wrote in, is your meth contaminated by coronavirus? <laughs> oh, he sent me an article about meth being contaminated by coronavirus in Florida. Uh, mm. which is is hilarious uh well uh, not that people are doing meth or getting coronavirus just that the two are put together yeah that sounds bad but no i i mean i don't do meth so i don't i'll keep that what? here even though you the don't? police always show up um i thought that was like i thought the first thing when you cross the florida border is <laughs> they just hand you a bag of meth and say enjoy <laughs> yeah <laughs> welcome to Flor- welcome to sunny florida yeah like when i was on the plane coming down there the second we crossed over the border the uh you know the airline hostesses were walking around just with bag, like complimentary meth bags i obviously maybe it's because i took spirit i don't know no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we drew we drove in <laughs> <laughs> oh, budget airlines they don't even give meth out anymore huh? <laughs> yeah what's going on uh, hilarious um yeah coronavirus that's fun um they're you know they're saying right that the italy has has closed all the fans off right no more fans at the matches they're talking about that now for the prem in the next couple weeks yeah pretty ridiculous but i guess you know try to try to keep it as contained as possible yeah the issue is just that the the healthcare systems i don't think we're ready to test for or treat uh the virus and um and so now we need to give them some some heads up time to develop antivirals and and testing methods that are efficient and quick and um, and and develop procedure for the you know the healthcare professionals. I think that's a, a huge issue right now. Um, and so for those that are mad about it, like I get it, right? You don't want to miss your matches, right? You, you the fans obviously make the game. I get that, uh, but also we have to keep in mind like those in our society that uh that are are less you know uh i don't know the word are less lucky to have quality immune systems you know those that are immunosuppressed those that are, are old or very 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 young um you know by allowing the virus to move through the population quickly uh we don't have time to protect those people so I'm not, yeah, I don't mean to get too political. I just, I get a little concerned about that. Like, like in America here, uh, LeBron James came out the other day and said, because the NBA floated the idea that we, you know, if this gets bad or if it gets out of control, we're going to do this. And LeBron says something like, I ain't playing if there ain't no fans. And I was like, okay, LeBron, like, like stop thinking about yourself for one moment, please. Yeah. How'd Space Jam 2 turn out? <laughs> Space Jam 2, Return of the Virus. <laughs> uh, maybe that's what, maybe that's what, you know how like he gets, uh, doesn't Michael Jordan get like, they suck his power out, right? 
Yeah. LeBron just gets coronavirus. <laughs> like, can't oh play. Gosh. His whole team gets sick because he's like, y'all is showing up to practice no matter what. And he gets really sick. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, all right. Well, there's my coronavirus public public service announcement. Hopefully, like I think that here's what I think. I think it's going to get cleaned up like quite quite quickly, right? Like things will get under control in the next month or two um, as health systems learn to cope with it. But Yeah. Every or everyone just gets infected and then, you know. Yeah, that's those, what those, yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. That would be great too. Yeah, just let them let them get it. That's what Boris somebody shared something that um over in the, that is Boris, right? Boris Johnson is that his name, right? Um, mm-hmm. he, somebody shared a morning show where he just said something like, "Yeah, there's this actual thought that like you just let it go through a population and hit everybody, you know, all at once or something, you know, and I was like, that doesn't seem like an actual like approach to handling a viral outbreak. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I guess I don't know. Nobody wants to risk their risk their economy. So I get that. But anyways, uh, there's my politics for the day. I guess we should probably get out of here. Now I'm just talking about things that have nothing to do with that. Yeah. Hey, maybe we can expand our podcast. But yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. I gotta go. Um, all right. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should die. <laughs>